Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today we are talking about practical tools for success. What the four most powerful tools are that I use in my day-to-day living, and if implemented, will certainly transform your life. I share my personal examples and how I use the tools, and I just want to say that these tools are the reason, are the day-to-day action that, that make transformation possible. Without these tools, without taking action, you will never experience change. You'll just never get new results if you don't do new things. If these tools are practiced on, practiced on a daily basis, I promise you, you will experience massive changes and shifts in your life for the better. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today we'll be talking about the seventh out of ten steps on how to experience a massive change or shift. And again, these are in no particular order. It's just throughout the podcast series that I'll be making, I'll be referring back to these ten steps or these ten items as we go along in our journey. They're kind of my foundational ten things that have helped me evolve, helped me grow, helped me achieve goals, and I'll always be referencing back to them. So again, no real particular order in this. It's just 10 main things that have really helped me out that I truly believe will also help you out. So today we will be talking about practical tools for success. There are hundreds of tools and strategies to improve your life, especially in the realm of personal development. But I want to focus on four main ones that will be a great base for any transformation or development and that I truly lean on every single day to help me evolve my life. These tools should get incorporated into your life every single day and it should be part of your lifestyle. It's not just something you try. It's not a little diet fad or something you try for a month and you know if it doesn't work great, you give it up. This is something that needs to be absolutely engulfed in your life every single day and if you do that I promise you it will change your life so the four tools are meditation journaling thought work and self-education mentors and coaching with all of these I want to first start by saying a little bit of my history and that in my past I was a person who always wanted to be you know in the popular group accepted always trying to fit in, have friends, be well-liked. And quite honestly, I was the last person to see myself doing any of these things because they're kind of against the grain of any of that. No one that I knew was really doing any of this stuff. No one was really working on their life. In fact, they probably would have been not necessarily made fun of, but just thought it was quite different or something out of the ordinary. You know, not normally accepted, but it is my my dream and goal and vision to make this stuff so normally accepted and a part of everyone's daily lives. Everyone should be working on themselves continually. It just makes you feel so much better and fulfilled and satisfied with life. And part of my vision is to bring this normality and bring this into everyone's day-to-day life and make it the new norm, make it part of everyone's days, routines, everything. So I'll dive into these four steps, um, starting with meditation. And 
we've all heard it. It's 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 becoming almost a new fad. Meditation. It's the new thing. It's you know. It's almost like the new yoga. The new the new thing. Everyone's meditating. It's uh, <laughs> it's the new fad. Um, but it has it has numerous benefits and variations. And I'll just go over the benefits that I've noticed and I've actually received. I'll give my input on it because I haven't I haven't tried all different variations of meditation, so I can't really speak on them. But I've kind of created my own rendition, and I encourage everyone to make their own unique rendition, not just strictly follow one one person's advice. Kind of formulate your own practice through it, and. It, it really has, everyone thinks it's this rigid practice, oh, I'm not doing it right, or this guy says he's experiencing this, and I'm not, I must be doing it wrong. There's no right or wrong way. It's a really flexible exercise, a really flex, flexible practice, and you can create your own with it. Uh, and, and just like anything, it's a habit. I have a morning routine and an evening routine, which I, I'd like to dive, I'll explain a bit deeper after I go over the benefits. So my benefits that I've seen in my life are it's enabled me to have a lot more self-reflection, exploration, and self-guidance, um, finding guidance in my life just by quieting my mind and, and, and going a bit deeper in my life. I never allowed myself that time or space to go deeper or, or really reflect. And now I do it twice a day, and it's it, it has some extreme powerful benefits behind behind that it helps me to relax and reset every morning when i do it 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 it's, it gives my mind a sense of calm it it alleviates any any chatter that's going on it just gives me a bright clean start to every single day and a great way to end my day so it's a great way to relax and reset it's a great way to focus uh, it reminds me of my vision, of my journey. It never lets my, my visions fade away. It's forcing that filtration of my reticular activating system, as I've mentioned in other, in other episodes. It forces me to make my brain think about the things I want to create every single day. And then my RAS works for me. It, it finds examples in my real life to bring those awareness to bring those situations of how they are going to benefit my vision i'm looking for things in my life in my day-to-day -day life because of this because i'm always constantly every single day thinking about my vision so i want to i want to dive deeper on visualization visualization is probably the biggest benefit of meditation in my eyes anyways and i really want to kind of explain that a bit on a bit of a deeper level so to me, visualizations help me make changes or achieve things that I currently think are impossible or extremely difficult. Um, I, I believe, see, and feel something before it actually happens in my physical life. And this, this was kind of stemmed from, as I mentioned before, the first thing that I really needed to change in my life was being grumpy and just being so bitter and miserable when I would get home from work. And I truly thought that was just my personality. I thought that was me. I thought that was a part of my life forever until I really knew that I needed to change that. And I, I kind of, I kind of latched on to meditation to, to help me fix that. And it actually did through this visualization process. 
So repeatedly visualizing a goal or a shift, changing your pers- a, a personality shift or something in your life you want to change or alter, if you do this vividly in your mind as if it has already happened, it will help your brain to create new neural pathways which in turn make this impossible goal or shift more and more possible or familiar in your brain. So if we have an impossible task in our life or think something's way too big of a challenge for us to accomplish, our brain is not wired to believe we can do it. Our brain doesn't think we can do it because we don't have that belief. We only have the neural, the neural pathways of, of our current life, of our current standards. We're not able to think bigger. And if we think bigger, we don't believe it. So this process helps us to believe think and feel through neurochemistry um, that these bigger goals, these bigger possibilities, these shifts are actually possible. And we get this these neurons to work for us because they will create a new chemistry, body chemistry, to help us be able to believe that these things are possible. So neurons fire and wire in different ways than they normally do when you do this. They will create new chemistry and chemicals so imagine the benefits of creating the same chemistry as your ideal self or as the person who achieved your this massive goal rather than the same old you who creates the same chemicals over and over again so if if you want to you know create a business or land this new job if you can visualize yourself accomplishing this task and feeling these emotions of of that of a person who has that new role that who just landed that new job, the confidence, the, the, or the, the way you perceive are perceived and you can feel those emotions and see that your brain will create the chemistry that it would in, in the real life scenario. If you're visualizing this with these new chemical reactions taking place simultaneously as your visualizations, science also tells us, that our brain does not distinguish the difference between a physical experience and the one we are creating in our mind. Just think about how powerful that is. If you do this every single day, making your brain, which is the most powerful tool we have, believe that you have actually accomplished a huge goal or shift, then when you are in the physical realm, when you are in the day-to-day life, you can think, act, and feel this way on a regular basis. It helps you to normalize this concept. If you want to be a more confident person, if you don't want to be living with that grumpiness every day, if you picture yourself in meditation with a calm state of mind and you play this over and over and over again, you you put on a picture like a dream, a vivid dream, you see yourself. What I would do is I would see myself coming home and I could say, I would see myself being less grumpy, putting on a smile, hugging my hugging my fiance coming home with love and I would picture this every single day come home visualize this and the next step onto the visuals is to feel the emotion and this is the feelings are what really alter that brain chemistry if you can feel we've all felt the emotion of love or gratitude or anything like that so if you're trying to be someone more confident you felt confident in your life before you know what that feels like if you visualize what you want to create and bring in these feelings, these emotions. So you're now thinking and feeling a certain way. 
that's going to alter your brain chemistry. That's going to make it more normal. You're going there every day in visualization, in meditation. You're experiencing this on a certain level. It doesn't need to be your physical reality right now, but if you can bring this into your life every single day, these feelings, the way you feel, this picture is going to feel so much more normal to you and it's going to help you bring it out in, in everyday life. So for me, it was so difficult to come home and happy and loving. You know, my natural instincts were just to come home, be grumpy, be bitter. And it, it was not enjoyable. But playing this over in meditation every single night, I would see myself come home, it put it on a smile, hugging Jess, feeling love, feel those emotions in my visualizations. And I would do this every single day. And what it started to do, and it was not a change overnight by any means. I would come home, I'd still be grumpy, but I would I would have that awareness, that heightened awareness. I'd be like, oh man, I'm doing it again. Like, I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to be grumpy right now. I want to be expressing more love like this is not what I want to be doing and it just brought so much more awareness that I wasn't doing what I what I set out to do and try not to get frustrated in this stage like it, it is a process and you are going to go through this and there are going to be struggles with it just understand that but the consistent repetition of me constantly meditating on this constantly doing this changing those neural pathways even if it's just for 20 minutes a day 10 minutes at a time you know I kept changing that neurochemistry in my in my meditations. And what that did was make it more comfortable for me not to be grumpy. Even if it was those 20-minute spans in my meditation, what I was doing in those 20-minute spans was changing my neural pathways, changing that neurochemistry, making me feel these new emotions so that when I would try in real time, in physical time, in physical reality, it became a lot more natural and easier to do. And all of a sudden, I would, I would try it out. I would come home and I, I, I would visualize before walking in, putting on a smile, being more loving. And all of a sudden, I started to do that. And it just felt a lot easier all of a sudden because I kept doing this every night in my meditations. I wanted it so bad, I followed through with the visualizations, bringing those feelings in, and it started to become my new normal because my neural pathways were changing. They were able to fire in a new way. They were able to take a new path, a new path that was going against what I had always done before. So it takes work to build these new neural pathways. You need to think and feel new ways every single day if you want to break those patterns in which you are doing right now. And I did that every single day, every single day, until I started trying it in physical time, in physical reality. And then that started to become the new norm. I started doing that more than the grumpy. And all of a sudden, these neural pathways kept building a stronger and stronger connection. And now all of a sudden, it was easier to go that way. It was easier to be less grumpy than grumpy. And I began, that sh I began to go undergo that change and that transformation. And it stemmed from meditation. And you can use this in anything. You can use this to build more confidence. You can build this to create a vision, a business idea. It, you know, you can use it in anything. It's incredible. But it takes consistency, absolute consistency of doing it on a regular basis. Because we've gone our whole lives, usually, with the same neural pathways, those same neural pathways creating that same body chemistry it's so familiar to us that that's just what our normal that's what we normally latch on to so this is a way of breaking that and and i really learned this from that book breaking the habit of being yourself 
And it's not just Dr. Joe Dispenza's teaching that talks about this. It's, it's neuroscience talks about this. I've read different books on it and they all link to the same thing and they all explain this. Some are a bit more sciencey and way in depth, a bit over my head, but it's all generally the same concepts. It's not just one guy's teaching. And then I, I was like, I implemented it in my life and I saw the results. So it's not, it's not just some person's theory. It actually works. And if you aren't a massive fan and believing in science, here's a couple real life examples just to justify kind of what I'm what I'm getting at here. So if you don't believe that your brain can't tell the difference between a physical experience and one that we're creating in our mind, just think of this. In a dream, our brain doesn't know we're dreaming. We can go eight hours having a dream that feels and seems so real and our brain won't wake us up saying, hey, this isn't real. It goes along for the ride. And for those eight hours, that's what your reality is. That's what your brain thinks is real. It's the same type of idea, but it will be a super focused, controlled visualization that you have, which you will do every day with consistent repetition. You can see how your brain will start to change. The neurons will fire in those different ways. It's like a super focused dream every single day every day and what that does for me even if i don't have a really good visualization or good meditation what it does for me is it makes me think about my goals my vision my path every day it doesn't let me forget if i if i meditate no matter what i'm going to think about what i want to create and that be that thanks to the reticular activating system will always be keeping that in my mind what i'm trying to create it doesn't let it slide I don't let it drift away. It's a good way to keep on track and to not let your goals, not let your vision fade away when the times get tough, when the obstacles come. So here's another example um, which you've probably encountered of, of how of why it's important to feel the emotions with without the, the situation actually happening. Uh, you've, you've most likely felt stress before heightened, heightened heart rate, blood pressure, you tense up shortness of breath without actually being faced with a physical situation or circumstance without that stressful situation actually being imminent in your life, present in your life right there. You felt stress simply by looking into the future or reflecting on the past or uh, reflecting on a past event that would, would cause stress or that did cause you stress. And you're feeling the exact same feelings that you felt during that stressful situation or that you would feel in that stressful situation. You're not encountering anything right now. You're just recalling a memory or thinking about something and you're feeling these emotions. Your brain's neurons are firing wiring in ways to create chemical responses that get released to the rest of your body, creating these feelings all without a physical experience taking place. So again, you don't need to be experiencing an event or circumstance to feel something. And that's why it's so important to feel these, these feelings of uplifting feelings and, and feelings that are going to help you achieve your goals and your visions before they actually happen because it's going to make those feelings your new norm if you do it enough you're going to be able to bring those into your life more frequently rather than the stress the anxiety the angst the fear let's bring in some positivity let's bring in some optimism let's bring in some love let's bring in some feeling good in our meditations to make it feel more normal to bring that into our daily day lives 
So those are just a couple examples that we've for sure all, all felt just to kind of back that science a bit. And when we're having these visualizations, try to play around with our submodalities. Submodalities are fine distinctions of our senses. So our senses, what we see, what we hear, what we taste, what we smell, what we touch. The more clear and vivid our visualizations are, the more powerful and effective in altering that neurochemistry and creating those neurochemicals and creating new neural pathways are going to be. Use the senses that that work for you the most. Some people are better at you know, visualizing crystal clear pictures. Some people are visualizing hearing sounds. Some people can visualize taste or smell. So really lean on the ones that that work for you the best and kind of experiment and play around with that a bit. And it's important to visualize the desired outcome rather than the process. Always think about what you want to create. It doesn't matter exactly how you're going to get there. In fact, many teachers and mentors say that don't focus on the process usually the process is the last way you think it's it's going to get you there so just focus on the result you want focus on the end goal focus on what you want to create and let the unfolding happen natural and literally you can use visualization in everyday events it doesn't need to be in a deep meditation either like you can visualize things such as a job interview a sales call you have a date night uh, in sports, when I go out and play sports or even go bowling or laser quest, I'll visualize myself winning. And usually I do a hell of a lot better than I probably would. It's, I, I, I use it in everything. It's, it's fun and, and it works. It will usually make you create better results. So I'll just dabble quickly into my, I'll do probably a different podcast on really in depth my styles of meditation um the morning and evening actually i probably will do a different episode because i'll probably be running too long if i dive in deep on that so i'll save that for another time but uh the second tool is journaling so journaling helps you to remove your thoughts out of your head get them onto paper get them out of just that idea in your head and it gives us the ability to potentially analyze them and create solutions for these thoughts usually these thoughts are ran by our subconscious mind and we will instinctively act a certain way without much control getting them onto paper getting our thoughts onto paper gives us the ability to choose our thoughts we can see them and say wow these are not benefiting me and understand that we have the ability to choose new thoughts, to choose thoughts that are going to benefit us. No circumstance or no person has the ability to control the way we feel. Thoughts are what make us feel. If we choose thoughts, if we choose uplifting thoughts rather than negative thoughts, rather than just letting our subconscious control our thoughts, that is, how, that is the way, that is the journey to feeling better, to having a better life, is once we can control our thoughts. Um, so I just want to go over a couple examples of different ways to journal. Uh, this is a practice, again, that you can design in any way. And I'll just go over a couple examples that I've used and that I think are beneficial. So daily thought download. So once a day, 
just a way to clear your mind, remove negative thoughts, read them and understand these thoughts can have a different meaning. Don't catastrophize these thoughts. Ask yourself, is this thought true? Does it 100% need to have this meaning or can they mean something that will that will benefit me? Can I find a different meaning in these in, in these thoughts that I'm having? These thoughts, they could be overwhelming. They could be just flooding you throughout the day. So let's get them on paper and let's analyze them. Let's let's choose to find a different meaning in these thoughts. So in this thought download, you must write absolutely everything that comes to your mind, even if it's weird, even if it doesn't seem like it's relevant at all, just a way to get absolutely everything out of your brain. And at the least, that's a good way to clear. If you're not into meditation or if it's not working for you great right now, this could be an alternative or doing both would be give you phenomenal results so just a way to absolutely dump clear that mind clear that mind before bed or when you wake up and just get a blank slate create from new every single day uh you can journal to stay on track with your goals or transformation gives you to give yourself self-evaluation what are you doing good or what needs to improve on if you're not evaluating yourself you're just going to aimlessly go every day not knowing you're making progress or not you're just you're just going banking on the fact that you hope things are going to happen. Well, stop hoping because they're not going to happen. Hope ain't going to give you shit. You need to do the right. You need to take the right actions and use the right tools. Evaluate yourself. Evaluate and track your progress. You can brainstorm and write out ways to improve. Again, getting these ideas out of your head is such a powerful tool. It doesn't seem like it's a big step or anything like that. But again, with consistency, you will for sure see results. So you can journal to reflect or track your journey again. Just again, seeing your progress will give you momentum the, the, or just reflection. We don't give ourselves time to reflect on our lives. We just go day to day revolving in the same constant cycle. If we reflect and look back on what we've done or even look back on what we've done in the day, the good things, what we can improve on, let's start reflecting on our life and analyzing that and use our thoughts to create new results, to use the reflection to see what we want to create and then start taking action on that. Or we can have a gratitude journal. Mainly the biggest thing with gratitude about me is it, it helps me see life from an abundant side. It's so much easier and will have less resistance than creating from a point of lack or scarcity. When I'm grateful for what I have, when I'm truly grateful and I look at all the amazing things in my life, I, I notice that everything flows so much better. Everything's so much easier. Things come easier to me. I'm not in such a panic. And a gratitude journal is just a, a good way to reflect on what you're grateful for every single day and truly feel those emotions of gratitude, not just write them down to be writing things that you're grateful for and not feel that. Again, bringing the emotions of feeling will really help you here. And it's funny, uh, when I was preparing this podcast, I read the first page of my, my first journal. It's been about two years since the writing, and it's incredible how my life has formulated around what I wrote. I wrote my intentions and my goals, and then I dove 
deep into pursuing them. I, I, I really focused on them. And I, after that writing, I started meditating. And shortly after that, I started meditating twice a day, every single day. And I would meditate on these, on these things, on the, how my vision is going to formulate itself. And everything just got so much more clear because of the consistency of doing this. I am the biggest believer in this because I've, I've transformed my life from things I did not think were possible. Even though it's not some absolute crazy, insane story that took me from rags to riches, it's the way to transform an average person's life. And that's what I'm trying to get across here. That's what I'm trying to help everyone achieve. I am the most average person and I am seeing myself evolving past that. And I truly want to help people do that as well. And so these tools are the things that have helped me do it. And I, I truly want you guys to implement them. So that's journaling. Uh, we're going to jump to thought work. Number three, the power of thoughts is everything. We are thoughts, if you think about it. Our physical body is constantly changing. It's made of atoms and molecules that are evolving, changing, decomposing, building new ones. And our body dies off as our as our as we grow, as we evolve, our body changes. It's we don't have a single cell than what we had when we were 10 years old. It's a all those cells are gone and died and created new ones. We are not our body from the past. But what is the same, what has stayed with us is our mind, is our thoughts. That has never left us. And I don't think it ever will. Our thoughts never leave us when we dream. Our thoughts are always there. Our thoughts will be with us our entire life. Our body will not. We are not our body. We are not our circumstances. We are not anything but our thoughts. Absolutely everything in life, every Every object, every invention, every creation first started with a thought before it came into life. We create life for what we know it through thoughts. Our thoughts create our feelings and then our feelings create the actions we take and our actions determine our results. So our thoughts are the basis of everything and the true transformation in our lives will come when we can manipulate and be aware and choose our thoughts, have that ultimate awareness on our thoughts. This is a practice that absolutely every human being can do. Thoughts are what separate us from everything else with energy and life within them. Trees have the same particles, molecules, life energy, rocks, animals, but humans have the ability to analyze thoughts, the ability to choose thoughts and the ability to let our thoughts take us in one way or take us in the other way. And again, having this awareness has absolutely transformed my life. This is a practice that we can work on and we can use this thought work in our meditation. We can choose to look at these circumstances in our life and say, usually that will take us away and we'll get worked up and stressed out about now with this heightened awareness on holy shit, we actually have the ability to choose a thought. And once you start noticing that when you choose new thoughts, your life will start to, to go in a more positive direction. You'll have more control over your life. 
will you'll become the director in your life rather than just the victim rather than just life's throwing shit at you and you're going along with it now choosing your thoughts having power over your thoughts lets you direct your life way more choosing what to think about choosing your visions and aligning your thoughts to your visions and your goals lets you create them instead of just taking life as it is there's many practice you can implement this thought work into any practice and it is it is it's something that's learned and it's something that can be developed it there's no limit to how well you can analyze and process your thoughts and this is truly thought work needs to be implemented into every tool and every every strategy of life really and i'll go again these are just kind of reference points that i'll always be referring back to throughout these podcast episodes so i just want you to have awareness that our thoughts are really what manifest anything in our life and they have massive power so yeah, I'll, I'll leave that at that for now. And the fourth one is self-education, mentors and coaching. So again, really just throwing myself at self-education and educating myself in all this stuff has completely changed my life. Listening to mentors and authors and influencers on, this, on these topics have changed my life getting coaching has 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 changed my life has has kept me in line and we have to understand that we don't have all the answers in fact no one has all the answers but we have to know our way is most likely not the best way and when we can formulate advice and formulate information from others it is gonna absolutely help us in so many ways we need to listen to a plethora of wisdom from multiple sources and then formulate what works best for you. What, what do you resonate with? You don't have to listen to everything everyone says. You don't have to listen to everything I say. But you do have to listen to other people. And you do have to put that ego down and realize that your way is not necessarily the best way. Constantly reading and learning about a subject that you're fascinated with the more you read the more you learn the more you can impact your life and change your current circumstances getting a coach to hold you accountable someone to be vulnerable with and open so you can genuinely overcome obstacles help you gain an outside perspective that outside perspective will help you see the bigger picture will help you get out of your ruts your holes you need an outside perspective in your life and it will help you achieve results so much more fast at a faster pace than you could have on your own. You can live until 110. You can live one year over and over 110 times or you can live 110 different lives. Choose to evolve and grow. So these are kind of the main four that I really focus on every day in my life that I really try and just throw myself at and 
if you do and if you can be consistent with this, there is no way that you won't see transformation, that you won't see change. And I, I tell you, it is 100% worth it. It is my goal, my vision to bring this to the masses, to bring, to make this normalized. This needs to be the new norm that everyone works on this stuff every single day, that we can work on evolving ourselves, making ourselves feel better, just living a better life in general. If you want new results in your life, there is no other way to achieve them without taking new action. Use the tools that provide proven results, not only in my life, but millions of people's lives. Do not live the same year of your life over and over again. Use the power of your mind and these tools to help you evolve, grow, and reach new levels that you are worthy of. Do not live the same life year after year for the rest of your physical existence. Take action today and every day to surrender your average life. Thank you all so much for listening, and I hope you have a great day. See ya.